0: I hope it brings lots of benefit. We're talking about the practice of Tonglen, which is Tibetan for giving and receiving, or giving and taking. If you were in recent programs, you will know that giving here means giving out happiness, and receiving means taking in suffering. This is quite an advanced practice in the development of Bodhicitta, the mind that wishes to attain enlightenment to benefit all beings everywhere. Last week, we read how Namkhapal, the author of the text we're going through, that is, mind training like the rays of the sun, describes the practice of Tonglen. He says, As explained during the meditation on love, you should accept all the originating and resultant sufferings of the denizens of hell at your heart, like heaps of black hair trimmings. Think that your selfish attitude is mellowed and subdued and that the denizens of hell are free of all sufferings without exception. In a similar way, take on the originating and resultant sufferings of the hungry spirits, animals and human beings of the four continents and the eight subcontinents, the six categories of gods of desire, such as the gods of the four great kings, the twelve categories of gods of form, from the Brahma family to the great result, and the beings of the four states of the formless realm, from all the worldly realms throughout the ten directions, no matter how many there are. Imagine that all these originating and resultant sufferings fall as if shaved off with a razor onto your heart that your self-centered attitude is mellowed and subdued and that sentient beings are freed of all sufferings and their causes without exception. Likewise, apply the same mode of thought by taking on the miseries of the beings of the intermediate state. Now in terms of actual practice this may seem a little strange especially if we are unfamiliar with the Buddhist cosmology but the great teacher John Halifax has described a very accessible and beautiful way of doing this practice that we're going to go through today. She says it's a practice of great mercy. However, before we enter into her version of Tonglen, let's set our motivation as we usually do, allowing this program to become a cause for the enlightenment of all beings, which of course includes us as well. In fact, we aim for our own enlightenment, so it can be a major factor in the enlightenment of countless others. If you can then set that as your motivation, but if not, at least think that this program should be a cause for your own enlightenment and liberation. Thank you. Now as I go through John Halifax's practice you might like to find a quiet space where you can sit undisturbed and let the program guide you through actually doing the practice. In that way You may get an experiential understanding rather than just an intellectual one by merely listening. However, it is of course up to you. Joan Halifax opens with a few words on cultivating mercy and this is what she says. The practice of tong len or giving and receiving is done to develop our compassion and our ability to be present for our own suffering and the suffering of others. It is also a practice of great kindness that opens up our whole being to the overwhelming presence of suffering and our strength and willingness to transform alienation into compassion through the energy of mercy and the cultivation of openness. Tonglen is one of the richest and bravest practices that we can do. In teaching this practice for more than 25 years, I have been told again and again that this one practice has helped many people immeasurably in attending to their own fears around pain, suffering, dying and loss and has given them a real basis for the joining of compassion and equanimity. This is one of the great meditation jewels that offers a way for us to cultivate our natural mercy. We begin the practice with a heart that is truly committed to helping others and to working openly with our own situation. When we look deeply into how this can actually happen we see that to help others We must relate with kindness towards our own suffering, our rage, helplessness and frustration, our doubt, bitterness and fear. The practice of sending and receiving helps us to get in touch with the obstacles that prevent us from understanding and caring. Through our own experience with suffering and the development of an atmosphere of openness towards it, we can begin to accept and be with others and ourselves in a more open, kind and understanding way. Our own difficult personal experiences then become the bridge that leads us to compassion and to giving no fear. In order to give no fear, we must first learn to relate with our own suffering, our rage, helplessness, frustration, doubt, bitterness and fear instead of pushing it away. Gentle loving kindness towards ourselves is what it takes to be present for our own suffering. We need to learn to stay with our own suffering without trying to change or fix it. Only when we are able to be present for our own suffering are we able to be present for the suffering of others. The practice of mindfulness meditation in which we watch the ebb and flow of mental activity is a good way to cultivate this ability. With gentle precision and honesty, we stay with our experience through foul weather and clear skies. Seeing the mental weather go through its changes gives us some sense of the nature and cause of our suffering and also of the possibility that at the very ground of our being we are all free from suffering. The practice of giving and taking develops our ability to be present for suffering and offers us a way to cultivate natural mercy. It trains us to use the energy of loving-kindness to open our hearts to suffering and transform it into well-being. It asks us to invite suffering into our being and let it break open the armour of our heart. The tender spaciousness that arises awakens selfless warmth and compassion. We cannot help but send out our love and kindness to the one who is suffering, be it others or ourselves. The basis of the practice is the realization that suffering exists and that beings can be free of suffering. These are the two great points of faith that guide us in this practice. We discover them to be true through our own experience. When I sit with a dying person, I must see both of these dimensions. I must look from a place in myself that includes suffering, but that is bigger than suffering. I must look from a heart that is so big that it is open to everything including freedom from suffering? Can I see her suffering and her great heart as well? Can I see his true nature, who he really is, deeper than the story? Joan Halifax now goes on to describe how to do the actual Tonglen, and this is where you might like to try it for yourself, as I described before. To begin the practice, she says, you can sit in meditation posture Relax in a chair or lie down. Gently close your eyes and let your body and mind settle. You want to feel relaxed and open. You can say this prayer, or the prayer of your choice, to create a sense of spaciousness in which the giving and receiving can take place. Having recognized the futility of my selfishness and the great benefit of loving others, may I bring all beings to joy. May I send all my virtues and happiness to others through the strength of my practice and may I receive the suffering, obstacles and defilements of all motherly beings in all realms. Begin by breathing in whatever you are feeling fear, agitation, anger, resistance and accepting it. On the exhalation, breathe out well-being. Clear your mind by bringing awareness to what is agitating you and breathing it in, accepting it with kindness. Then, as you exhale, give yourself some spaciousness. Do this breath practice until you're calm and alert. When you feel settled, begin the second stage of the practice, which is establishing a rhythm of breathing. On your in-breath, imagine that you are inhaling heavy, hot air. On your out-breath, visualize exhaling cool light air. Continue with this pattern, breathing in heaviness and breathing out lightness until it is familiar to you. The heaviness is suffering, the lightness is well-being. Now imagine that you are breathing through all the pores of your body. On the in-breath, heavy, hot air enters every pore. On the outbreath, cool light flows from every pore. Now visualize a mental sheath around your heart. This mental sheath is everything about you that is difficult for you to accept. Your self-importance, selfishness, self-cherishing, self-pity. It is the band of fear that hardens your heart. The practice invites you to dissolve this mental sheath and open your heart to its natural, non-judgmental state of warmth, kindness and spaciousness. You can do this by visualizing the metal sheath breaking apart when the in-breath of suffering touches it. When the heart opens, the hot, heavy air vanishes into its vast space. What arises is natural mercy. It is this quality of unarmored heart that allows you to be with suffering and at the same time to see beneath the suffering. The reason you are doing this practice is that you are suffering, others are suffering and you wish with all your heart that all beings could be free from suffering. And this wish needs to be specific, personal and sincere. It helps to touch in with a being or an event that evokes this wish. The Tibetan teacher Chogyam Trungpa Rinpoche would remember having seen a puppy being stoned to death when he was a child. He would have done anything to relieve the dog of its suffering. He used the memory of this helpless puppy to open his heart at the beginning of the practice. Bring to your mind some being dead or alive with whom you feel a deep connection. A parent, child, pet, your grandmother, your dearest friend, your beloved teacher, someone who is suffering. You would do anything to help this one. Be with this one and feel what she is experiencing. Let your whole being turn towards her suffering and your wish that it might be relieved. See how vulnerable she is. Like a mother who will do anything to help her child, you will do anything to help your friend. Visualize the suffering of your beloved as polluted hot smoke and breathe it in through your whole body. The instant that the in-breath of suffering touches the metal sheath of self-centeredness around your heart, the sheath breaks apart and your heart opens to the suffering. The hot smoke instantly vanishes into the great space of your heart and from this space spontaneously arises an outbreath of mercy and healing. Send a deep, cool, light and spacious healing breath to your friend. Let the outbreath flow through every pore of your body. Let this one's suffering remind you of the many others who find themselves suffering in the same way. This friend is your connection to them. Breathe in their suffering. Let your heart break open. Send them healing with your outbreath and continue with this practice. Now John Halifax asks you to bring the practice into your own life. She continues, Remember a time when you were in a difficult situation. You may still hold energy around this difficulty. You may have been hurt, angry, depressed, outraged or afraid. Remember the feeling as vividly as possible. Breathe it in as hot, heavy, polluted smoke. Let go of any sense of blame, any object of blame. Breathe in the raw feeling directly, as the hot smoke of suffering. Take it in completely through every pore of your body. Own the heat and rawness of it completely. This practice takes a lot of courage. You might find yourself resisting breathing in the suffering. If so, you can breathe in your resistance as hot heavy smoke. You can breathe in alienation, piety, boredom, arrogance, confusion, grief or clinging, whatever flavor your suffering of the moment takes. Let the ego sheath dissolve to reveal your vast and spacious heart. Breathe out the sense of spaciousness, openness, kindness and surrender that arises. Shower these qualities on yourself in a rain of cool healing light. Aerating your suffering in this way is threatening to the ego, that small tight self that habitually clings to anger, blame or shame as a way of fortifying its illusion of solidity and separateness. It breaks your heart open to your bigger self. Don't analyze what you're doing. Don't try to figure it out. Don't justify it. Simply do the practice. Breathe in the heavy heart smoke of your suffering and breathe out sympathetic space. As you breathe in your heart-heavy, tire like suffering, own it completely. Then breathe out clarity and surrender, relief and kindness. Now consider that at this very moment Many others are experiencing the same kind of misery as you. Anger, for example. The details of their distress are not important. The point is to connect with the truth that others are suffering, just as you are. Feeling your distress and their distress, breathe it in for others as well as for yourself. This won't increase your suffering. Rather, it will open your heart to the truth that others are suffering as you are. It will give you the opportunity to connect with them. Let this connectedness open your sympathy towards yourself and them. And as you breathe out clarity and kindness, let the breath go to all those who are suffering as you are. Now dissolve the visualization and continue with the practice, breathing in universal suffering, your suffering and that of all beings as heavy hot smoke. The hardness around your heart dissolves, and your great heart appears as the smoke of suffering vanishes into its vast space. Through every pore of your body, breathe out goodness and healing as a cool, light breath. So many of us have issues with our parents or authority figures, and so now Joan Halifax takes the practice to this area of our lives. She says, Bring into your awareness the parent or parent figure, whether dead or alive, with whom you have had the greatest difficulty. Maintaining the rhythm of the hot, smoky in-breath and cool, light out-breath, consider how this one and you have suffered. For a moment, imagine gazing into the eyes of this parent. Looking at him in a mental photograph might help. Notice if this is difficult for you. See the wear on his face. Maybe her life has been full of disappointment and frustration. Maybe she was afraid. Maybe he was numb. See if you can allow yourself to be in touch with the difficulties that this one has had. Imagine how things might have been different for him. Imagine how he could have given you the love in a form that nourished you. Imagine your parent as a three or four year old child. Perhaps you remember a photograph of this face. See a face free from weariness. Imagine this one without suffering. If it is difficult for you to see your parent in this way... Please notice the resistance that might be there. This is all right. Breathe in the resistance. Breathe out acceptance and spaciousness. In practicing this way, perhaps you experience anger, disappointment or heartbreak and let yourself feel whatever arises. Breathe deep into your belly and resolve to transform your alienation in order to help others and to help yourself be free from suffering. Breathe in your own suffering as heavy polluted hot smoke. The instant that the in-breath of suffering touches the metal sheath of self-centeredness around your heart, the sheath dissolves and your heart can open to your own suffering. The hot smoke of suffering instantly vanishes into your heart and from this space an out-breath of mercy arises spontaneously. Send a deep, cool and healing breath to yourself. Let this out-breath flow through every pore in your body. Reconsider the parent whom you have visualized. You have seen this one as a child. Now see him as your last, as you last remember him. Breathing in the hot heavy smoke of his suffering, let it dissolve the hardness around your heart so that your great heart can absorb and transform suffering. On your out-breath, send all your strength, understanding, caring and love to your parent. Now allow yourself to let go of the visualization of your parent and keep the rhythm of the breathing steady, breathing in hot, heavy smoke, smoke that dissolves completely into the vastness of your heart. Breathe out through every pore of your body coolness and healing. Send it to the whole world. Now if you've been using the program as a guided meditation, you may wish to stop and just listen at this point. As Joan Halifax now goes into practicing Tonglen, with someone who is dying. Still it's up to you. Halifax says that we can imagine sitting with someone who is dying. She says see her as clearly as you can. You are sitting quietly and peacefully next to her, following her breath. You can see that she's in pain. You can almost feel her pain. Visualize the sheath of fear around your heart, that tough membrane that you use to protect yourself from the world. Break in her pain as hot, heavy, grimy smoke. Breathe it through your very, every pore in your body. Let your heart break open to her pain. Now release the pain completely as you breathe out a breath of kindness, giving her all the good that you have known in your life. What about your own death? Just like the one we imagined on their deathbed, John Halifax now leads us into our own fragility. Now imagine that this one who is dying is you, she says. See yourself in a hospital bed. Your body feels tired and heavy. You might be fearful. Breathe in that fear as heavy smoke. Let it dissolve the tightness around your heart. Feel your heart open to its natural greatness. Then let go of your breath completely as you send all the good in your heart to the world. Imagine that this is the moment of your death. Let your heart completely relax and open like a flower as you let go of your last breath, giving the great merit of your life to beings everywhere. Now dissolve the visualization and rest your body and mind in openness. Then send whatever good you might have derived from the practice to suffering beings everywhere. Now what about practicing together with someone else? And this is how Joan Halifax describes sharing the practice with another. She says, After practicing Tong Len with yourself, turn silently towards someone close to you. Stay with the practice, letting yourself breathe in universal suffering. The sheath around the heart breaks open and the smoke of suffering dissolves into the spaciousness of your heart. Through every pore in your body, exhale all of your goodness and healing for the world. Gaze at the chest area of this one sitting across from you. If you wish, you may gently synchronize your breathing with each other. Practicing non-dual presence and continuing the practice with your inhalation, breathe in hot, heavy smoke, letting that smoke dissolve the sheath around your heart and breathing out a cool, light breath. Be a breathing presence for all beings as you sit across from this your friend. If fear or resistance comes up, notice it. Remember the depth of your commitment. Rekindle your determination if fear makes it difficult for you to practice directly with another. Breathe in the fear and breathe out ease. Now when you are ready, let your eyes rise and gaze into the throat area of this person across from you. Continue sending and receiving. Let the specific identity of this one sitting across from you become a little more revealed to you. Stay in the truth of your practice. When you are ready, let your eyes rise to meet the eyes of the friend sitting across from you. Not grasping, but being present. Gaze into the eyes of your friend. Let your good heart connect with this one sitting across from you. This one, like you, has suffered. This one's life, like all lives, has had its share of pain and sorrow. This one, like you, will die one day. See the lines of weariness, concern, disappointment or sadness in this one's face. It's not necessary to give what you see a story. In a general way, just be with the life that this one has lived. Keep it very simple. If you feel as though you're beginning to fixate, close your eyes and return to your breath practice and open your eyes when you're ready. Now imagine this one as a three-year-old child. See him or her as this one might have been when very young and free of any pain. Imagine that this young, fresh and hopeful being is still alive in your friend. Now, in your imagination, bring bring your friend into the present. In Buddhism, we say that all beings, whether male or female, have been our mother in some other life, have given birth to us, carried us into life, have cared for us, have nurtured us, have protected us. Now allow this one to be your mother and see not only her difficulties but also her compassion. Your gratitude to her is very deep. With all your heart you want to repay her kindness. This one has also been your child. See not only the mother in her or him but also the child, your child. Imagine the love that you might feel for your child. You would do anything to help this one be peaceful and free of distress. On your next in-breath, breathe in the suffering of this one. Breathe in dark, heavy, hot smoke that breaks apart the mental sheath of self-importance around your heart. The smoke of this friend's suffering dissipates into the vastness of your true heart. On your out-breath, breathe out a cool, light breath of kindness. Remember that this one with whom you are practicing will die, we do not know when or how. See how his or her life is hanging by a breath. You hope that this one would be able to come home to her true nature. Your heart of compassion is wide open. Put any negative aspects of your personality into the methyl sheath around your heart. On your next in-breath, the dark, heavy, hot smoke of this friend's suffering transforms your negativity into mercy. Now imagine that this one sitting across from you will not be alive tomorrow. There is always that possibility. The thought of impermanence can help deepen the commitment to the practice. Breathe in suffering. Breathe out kindness. When you feel ready, allow your eyes to close. Let go of this friend sitting across from you. Open the focus of your practice to the universe. Breathe in universal suffering, dissolving your own self-importance. On your outbreath, give away all of your goodness to all beings who suffer. Then in what she calls a final variation, Halifax then expands the practice to a whole group of people. She says, a simple reminder of the practice is given to the group of people know how to do it. Then people are asked to give the names of friends and family for whom they want this practice done. As each name is given and written down, the participant also tells us from what his or her friend is suffering. For example, someone might say Ellen Breast Cancer or John Depression. In this way, a list is created. After the list is complete, it is read back to the group. The group is then asked to begin the practice by remembering truly why they are practicing. Then the meditation is simply guided on breathing and suffering as hot dark smoke, letting the metal sheath around the heart dissolve and breathing out healing. Don't you think this is a wonderful way to practice? Perhaps next week we can do it together in the next program. But now it's time to go for our time is up. Thanks very much for joining the program today and I look forward to our time together in the future. Please, as usual, dedicate any positive potential from the program to gaining enlightenment for the benefit of all beings thank you and farewell thanks for listening to this free fm podcast if you want to hear more content like this you can support free fm via patreon head to patreon.com/freefm89 to find out more